Bill Baruch. He's joining us this afternoon for a look at a couple stocks he's got his eye on. Bill's the president of Blue Line Futures. Bill, welcome to the show. It's always uh, good to have you with us, and we appreciate you sharing part of your Monday afternoon with us. Uh, Bill, at the top of the show, we looked at how the tech-heavy NASDAQ is leading the way to the upside in terms of the move up in the indices to begin the week. It looks like semiconductor stocks are a big part of that rally. Absolutely. And we've been writing about this for the last week or two. When we when the market turns, we expect the Nasdaq to outpace the upside in the near term. But you know, if you're a trader, that's what you want to focus on. If you're an investor, we, we've also said you want to be more selective going forward. And as one thing that's powering the Nasdaq now is, is the fact that rates are not rising anymore, mm -hmm. at least for now. They're, they're trickling lower. But uh, overall, we do expect rates to rise over the longer term, intermediate to longer term. And that's going to hold the Nasdaq back from some of the, the gains that we've become accustomed to in, in over the last year. Uh, what are you hearing in terms of the latest as far as semiconductor shortages? I've been hearing the Biden administration plans to help alleviate some of the, uh, uh, you know, impact that it's having. But this could take months, years, ultimately, before we start to see some of that production here domestically. And ultimately, this is creating quite, uh, well, some constraints on many companies, many sectors for that matter. Bill, we've been hearing about autos, for example, uh, hit uh, a major impact there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that um, our cautious approach being very selective in, in tech has helped us here where you had some weakness and it really gave a great buying opportunity. I think where the semiconductors definitely got hit with a lot of that a lot of that narrative that you're talking about. Some of that worst could be priced in, at least in the near term. And they presented really tremendous buying opportunities. We own Micron and we own NVIDIA. Both held really great technical support levels. Micron, that 76 area, it was a high before it broke out above there in December. It's hit it against uh, earlier this year, and it tested and held it recently. So that that stock is at a very good value level. Even after today's move, it's it's, it's still very well. Uh, and then NVIDIA announced the stock split is also a, a tailwind. But we like the idea of, of uh, providing their own fabrication. Micron, uh, a stock that I own personally and, and, and bought some call spreads with is, is Lamb Research. So again, very selective, but but we own those. Um, I also own, own Marvell. And um, I, I think I think we're good. I think a good bounce uh, through the space here with some of that negativity already being priced in uh, is overdue. All right. I like the uh, approach a little bit more selective, as you mentioned a couple times, maybe not so much buy with both hands and uh, uh, kind of expect to continue to see that move up here. And we're seeing that in terms of the move that, uh, as you mentioned, uh, the tech move has been susceptible to some of the rate uh, discussion here. Uh, commodities on the move higher. I know you focus on that a lot. I want to just take a look at the Nasdaq today up and through the 50 day moving average. This is the futures market. But I want to get your thoughts on what's playing out here, because as, as you can see, the Nasdaq, again, the futures back up through the 50 day moving average. But let me bring the FANG names into this, the FANG plus the futures, the forward slash FNG. Here you can see it's been lagging a little bit. I wanted to get your thoughts because, well, today it looks like Facebook, Alphabet are giving it a little bit of a lift today, but they have been lagging some. Yeah, and, and we own a lot of these big names, but it's not something that, that we bank on and, and really making money in the trenches. Um, we own Alphabet, we own Apple, we own we own Microsoft. Um, you know, when they rally big, sometimes we trim them. When they fall back, we, we reestablish our positions. They're stocks that you have to own in your portfolio. And if you don't, when these big moves happen, they're, when they outperform, you're, you don't own them, your portfolio is going to underperform. So that's the problem. It's why you have to have them. Um, but you, know, you look at the NASDAQ, it, it really held really great support. And for us, what I was writing about, Ben, you, you know, we 
we write research each morning covering the futures. And the, the NASDAQ really had a very constructive, although it led the way to the downside, the bottoming pattern through the early part of last week was the most constructive in the NASDAQ. And that really gave, gave way for it to lead to the upside. Had a big resistance level, 13,350 or so, and then a trend line from the high, from the 14,064 highs of the NASDAQ that was coming down, sloping downwards, and sort of aligned all in the same area. And once it got above there, that told us that the NASDAQ and tech is confirming that it wants to be the leader here for the near term. And that's what we're looking at. I mean, above 1,300, a good close today. I mean, there's nothing saying we can't get at least closer to 14,000 again. Yeah, and we pointed out at the top of the show, you've got treasuries inching higher a bit today, and uh, ultimately rates lower is going to help support some of those tech names, those growth stocks. Let's continue this discussion. Uh, I wanted to get your, well, closing thoughts from Bill, I guess I could say, on closing arguments from Apple and uh, the epic court case that's been playing out. How closely you've been following this one, and what should we be watching for as we wait for decision? Listen, I, I know it's in the news. It's not something I'm following extremely close. Like I, I own the stock, and however this plays out isn't going to affect you know how I own the stock. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I, I agree. I side with Apple to, to a lot of a lot in a lot of ways. Um, you know, the, the gaming sector or the gaming gaming space within within their app store provides a lot of income for Apple, and that's the negative negative spot that they they own a monopoly. But listen, they provide the platform. I mean, mm -hmm. they built this platform. They provided the platform. It's their IP in, in order to do that. There's a lot of negative you know headlines that could be attributed to it. But at the end of the day, it's their platform, and um, you know, and you look at some of the some of the um, the cost the cost of doing business uh, the the margins that the app store provides uh, are, are still you know they're not as bad as as some other things that you look at look at um, other platforms when they really take a, a good chunk of the business I, I think I think the app store is is not in a bad spot here and I I think at the end of it it's going to just getting past the news is going to be supportive. Well, it looks like maybe that's what's happening, Bill. As I look at the weekly time frame here right now, I'm noticing down four weeks in a row after a run-up that they saw off the end of March lows into those highs uh, into the end of April. But again, coming off, as mentioned, about four weeks in a row, if they can, uh, well, they didn't take out the prior week's low last week, so maybe some of that momentum to the downside slowing as this case comes to an end here. And ultimately, as you mentioned, some of that bad news behind them help, could help them provide uh, a little bit of a, well, stop some of the bleeding there and uh, some of that weakness Ultimately, they've got some hurdles up above 140, 145, though, to contend with. They've found some support around 120, 100. We'll keep an eye on uh, that move and uh, certainly something to watch there in terms of news as it plays out. Sounds like it's going to take a little while before we hear results, though. Bill, thanks for joining us here this afternoon to take a look at a couple stocks you've got your eye on. I think we should as well. Bill Baruch, ladies and gentlemen, he's the president of Blue Line Future.